Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang you, I do let you bang you. Let me bang you, bang you, bang you. Let me bang you, bang you. Greetings, marriage and virgins. Go for Jesus! No for gay Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted. With Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? Hey, everybody, welcome to Brad MMA Rose, the podcast. I'm here with my man, Greg Romero Wilson, McCorkle, Doc yeah. Fry, if he ever figures this out. Uh, it's going <laughs> to be a great show. First, I want to congrats Greg because he uh, has been made a recurring part on a part on uh, The Neighborhood, which got picked up for season three? Season four. Season four. Uh, so congrats on that, man. Uh, if any, Thank I, you I, very I, much. I've always said it. Greg is one of the funniest comics and hilarious comic actor. And I honestly think people are finally recognizing it. So uh, I'm happy for Thank you. Thank you, my man. I, I appreciate that. And it was a really blessed. Because, of course, you know, it just it came out of nowhere. And they were like, hey, they want you to come back. They're bringing back the character. And so, and of course... You know, the, you know, you finish this episode and it seems like I'm gone again. But they were like, no, 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 Norm's coming back. We love Norm. So, and of course, the character's name is Norm. So now right. when I show up on staff, people are like, Norm. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, and, so it, it's very nice. So uh, how was your weekend, Sean? What did you, what'd you do? Uh, virtually nothing, man. We've been snowed in here, so it sucked really, really bad. Uh, we got like 12 inches um, over a period of two days. So it's been the worst, man. It's uh, plus I live way are out you, Are you up in Big Bear? So. I might as well be, dude. Big... It's it's been terrible. Actually, in today's world, it could have been in Houston. Who knows, man? It's a uh, yeah. I know it's crazy, man. I uh, I hate this weather. Absolutely hate this weather. And that's why it's smart that I bought a house in Indiana because there's no better weather weather than here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> I, yeah. So I was in You're Vegas. In oh, Indiana? Oh. I had no idea. Yeah. You're in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, did you? Why were you? Uh, I don't know. What did you miss? Why did you? I was, I was okay. born here and Why? had kids here. Uh, unfortunately, they're not moving, oh, okay. so I got to stay here. Well, that that makes sense then. Now it makes sense. Damn. So I was so I was in uh, Vegas all week uh, doing comedy, which was pretty damn awesome. It's just so nice to actually be doing live comedy. Although they sectioned out the whole front, like the whole like the basically the front was gone. It was just people around the side, around the you know around the perimeters, and um. And the last time I was there, I was afraid I wasn't going to get booked back because there was a lady there that complained. Uh, she said I was too dirty. She thought she was, so she, she said, this Asian woman said she thought she was going to go see Ellen. Um, she thought the comedy was going to be like Ellen. 
just because maybe we have the same haircut or something. But like, I don't, I don't know why <laughs> you would assume. I mean, there's the internet, so so she got upset, of course. Oh and, and you know, in comedy, it's like you make 500 people laugh, but one complain. So when they brought me back, I was I was I was I was happy because I, I love playing Vegas and I love playing this uh, this club. Um, although. You know, like I said, I said last time, BJ Penn came to the show. That was pretty cool. But the, but I feel like the crowds now, because everyone's just been inside so much, it's like letting a dog out of a crate. People don't know how to act. Yeah. Like, they're just screaming and yelling and having the best time ever and drinking way too much because they're outside for the first time in, what, six, seven <clears throat> months, you know? Um, so anyway, so this, this, uh, this guy I know who's like in his 50s or 60s, he's married to this porn star who's like 24 and her and her friend came, and after the show, uh, they came up to me and they were like, uh, "I'm like, oh, so what do you guys do?" Blah blah. blah. Yeah, I, I like knew. I'm like, "How'd you get into porn?" They're like, "Oh, we're here filming. We're actually we we wrestled in high school, and they're filming this kind of porn. Oh, that's where, cool. But they're, they're, they're but they're doing like wrestling porn. Where the is it winner, sweet submissions? Is it called sweet it's submissions? Called, it's called evolved MMA, where the winner okay. fucks, where the, the winner fucks the loser. That's the whole point. nice. Uh, but uh, like, I believe that was originally called prison MMA. I'm pretty, pretty sure <laughs> that was the original name of that particular move. Uh, uh, Don Fry, I'm getting a lot of feedback from you. Uh, is there anywhere you can go where I don't get feedback, brother? No, that's my bulldog. That's my bulldog. I'm sitting here breathing. Oh, your, your bulldog's here. Great. Okay, so um, that's exactly what I asked. So anyway, so it was like the winner fucks the loser. <laughs> So we, we like go out afterwards, right? I, I like cut out for a drink and have, have a drink with these people. And then they're like, the girl was telling me that one girl used to be a uh, school teacher. She was a gym teacher, but her, her, her like a phys ed and her husband was in, like, uh, they were on some website for fetishes and they were selling their sex videos and now they're doing it full time, right? Now she's a full time porn star. Uh, and the other one's like 24. And then so we're, we're, you know, I'm pretty interested in this. But then they were, she was like happy because she she had wrestled that day, but lost to a girl who did jujitsu, and then got like pegged with a strap on for you know, thirty minutes, whatever. And then, uh, and then, but she had another match the next day. I'm We've like, all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear though, Adam. I, I think you're getting it wrong. I heard she was more of a porn character actor than star, but I don't yeah. know. Well, I probably more. <laughs> Or a, yeah, right. So then she was happy because then it's it's also guys versus women in this too. It's not just girls versus girls. It's like, it's like finally, men. yeah, finally. <laughs> so it's like men, but like I guess the guy she was going up against was a sub. So I guess he loses, but it's not scripted. Like they actually have real matches. I like I you would think that you would know who the winner and loser is going to be, but these are actually more real than like Bob Sapp's fights. Uh, it's like legit. These are like. Uh so then, uh, but then, so then at the end, they say to me, hey, do you want to go back to our, like, room? And, you know, I'm married with a kid. I'm like, uh, I mean, I, I knew nothing was going to happen. I want to. I'm not going to. The, because the girls were making out with each other, you know, and, like, I'm asking, the, like, the, the other guy's, like, 60 years old from Cuba. He's telling me about the history of Cuba and this and that, blah, blah, blah. So then um, I was like, nah, I, I got I to gotta go, you know, but thank you. So I, like, go back. And the next day, the guy hits me up. Hey, man. I hope, uh, I hope you didn't think that you were here for sex. Uh, there's no disrespect, but um, 
he goes, no disrespect, but we, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not that kind of couple. Uh, we don't have sex with random people. We were just, you know, inviting you for like, just to talk and stuff. But now I feel insulted. Like before I didn't feel yeah. insulted. <laughs> like that is not, you don't need the necessary, oh, by the way, we didn't want to fuck you. Like, cool. It didn't, <laughs> we didn't. That never really came up. I just didn't go to your room with you. Yeah, now I, I feel that. insulted, I, right? So I heard. I heard he said, "Adam, I'm gonna be honest with you. I uh, thought we were gonna meet Ellen tonight, and that's who we were invited back." <laughs> uh, we're on fire tonight. So then, so so that happens, right? So then, like the next day, I like, I, I, you know, I don't want to mute Bob Sapp. I mean, I mean Don Fry. I love Don Fry, but I could hear myself getting <laughs> feedback getting on his thing. Like you can hear the feedback, right, Greg? Yes, yes, it's really bad. We gotta get Don to recall in. Yeah, Don, could you recall in? Don? Yeah. Well, right. that's exactly. I had unmuted and he just muted me. I know, but I don't want to have to keep muting you every time I talk. Is there any way? Okay, now we're okay. Now we're okay. So, uh, yeah. So then, no disrespect. I mean, you're a picky little bastard, you know. Because they invited Brendan Schaub to the romance sex with him. They did have sex with Brendan Schaub. Yes, thank you. This is That's why I you. Hilarious. They had sex with Brendan <laughs> But now you had him. We're not. We wanted a real comedian oh, yeah. like Brendan Schaub. Absolutely. Yeah. Not, not somebody who looks like Ellen and has the same genital makeup as Ellen. Right. So then, right? So then, like, everyone has to wear masks during the shows, right? So then some guy gets up in the middle of the show and goes, fuck, because every time you take the mask down, you could, you could put it down to drink or eat, but you can't put it down to watch the show, right? So I guess some right. guy and his friend had the mask down, and the waitress told him, hey, can you put the mask up? And he, the guy gets up in the middle of my joke and goes, fuck this mask, and storms out. Like, the mask got heckled. You know, so <laughs> I was like, give it up for Fauci. You know, like, I was fucking with the guy, but... And then I did a joke about how uh, I said, you know, my baby yeah. was three weeks late. You thought you were the uh, lead from the, from the movie mask. You know? <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably, probably, right? So then- uh, yeah, You have the forehead for it. Thank you. So then Saturday, I trained with uh, Mike Pyle. Me and Pyle did the mitts. That was awesome. So anyway, so whenever I train with Pyle, you know, I still have all these edibles from Speedweek. Like, like I have like 60. Right. I have all these little candies. I don't take edibles. I like smoke a joint, you know, but edibles just get me too fucked up, right? So uh, I, I, I give them, whenever I turn a pile, I give them like a, a bag full of edibles, right? Well, one of them fell out in my pocket, right? So cut to yesterday, I'm getting my TRT shot, right? So I go to the doctor, TRT, and then the doctor has all these like little, little candies, right? He has all these candies and I, and I put them in my pocket. Right. So I just start popping the, the candies, you know, like regular jawbreaker. Oh, boy. And so then I'm like, wow, one of these tastes really good. Of course, it was the edible. Right. So I took the edible by accident. So now, like, I'm like completely fucked up all day. Right? I like go home and I'm like my oh, eyes. Are, like, and of course, Bree is like, hey, can you watch the baby tonight? I have to go to a meeting. So now I'm just like, oh, okay, right? I can't. I've been up all night with the porn star, honey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my eyes. My, my eyes. I, was, I wasn't invited, but then I had to prove a point. My eyes right. are shot. My eyes are shot, right? Like, you can see. So I'm like, okay. No. So now I'm just like, oh, my God. So I ended up trying to – I ended up working out on edibles because I'm like, maybe that'll 
bring me down a little bit, you know? Um, and, uh, and then it was like, this is only the second time I didn't take edibles on purpose. Well, one time I was heading to a show and Eric Allegria was the feature and goes, Hey, you want a Jolly Rancher? And I was like, all right. So I take it. So I'm about to go do comedy for an hour. And I go, dude, I go, I think I got drugged. To, and he goes, what do you mean? I go, I don't know. I feel high as fuck. He goes, oh, that was Jolly Rancher I gave you. I, I go, dude, why wouldn't you tell me? So now I got to do an hour and I'm fucking like stoned off my mind, you know? And like the guy that I complained about that I might be drugged was the one who drugged me, right? And then like it was the longest 45 minute set of my life. Like every time a joke didn't work, like I assumed the joke never worked and everyone who ever laughed was lying to me, you know? And it was just huge. <laughs> God. So you felt like Brendan Schaub for 45 minutes. <laughs> Don Fry, how are you doing? I'm good, sweetheart. Thank you very much. About time to get around to asking about me. God dang. Uh, did you watch the fights this weekend? No, I was watching you in the porno room, you know. So <laughs> All right, well, I guess we're going to have to recap the fights. I think he's only doing the podcast to find out what happened in MMA. Uh, but, okay, so, <laughs> so Curtis Blades fought Derek Lewis, the Black Beast. And, Curtis uh, Blades! And Curtis Blades, you know, Division II national champion, wrestler, All-American, great. Black Beast, a guy who, like, said he trained for 30 minutes a day, kind of looks like it, has natural athlete, uh, like, just natural ability, natural power. One of these guys that just never – just always falls apart in like the big show because that's when you have to become the dedicated guy when you're fighting guys like Daniel Cormier, but he beats everybody below that sort of even, you know, I'm kind of fucking up the, the description. Anyway, Curtis blades is picking him apart. He's looking amazing. He's, he's hurts him on his feet. He looks awesome. Second round. He goes in for a double leg, gets uppercut from hell. I don't even know if he's – what's it's Tuesday? He might still be on the ground in the canvas right now. Like, holy – Well, he did get those two extra shots on him that were pretty ruthless. Oh, my God. Uh, and I still don't know how good the Black Beast is after this because had he not landed that uppercut, I think he would have he lost the fight. I mean, if he – or is, 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 is Blaze I, fight IQ as bad as we think it is? Or would – why don't you tell him that? I'm not telling him that at all. <laughs> or is the black, or is, is the black beast? Uh, would he have found another way to win if he hadn't landed that big shot? McCorkle, what do you think? A lot round. That was like in the second round, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah second, second round. round. That's right. Beginning of it. Yeah. At the beginning, so you really can't judge that. That's that's a question you can't ask because he wasn't even at the uh, point to where. Well, he shouldn't have been at the point to where his um, cardio, but I've seen some of these idiots uh, come into uh, a UFC title match and they can't even get through the first fucking round. So I guess you can't really uh, judge on that. But you, know, yeah. you, you you shouldn't be able to judge the cardio in the first uh, but I'm saying, five but there, but there are other fights where he would have lost, but he, but he kind of threw a Hail Mary in the fifth and knocked the guy out. I think it was the uh, – <laughs> The Volkov fight, I believe it was. Um, he, he's he, the Black Beast is an amazing athlete and got insane power. Man, I felt bad for Blades though. I mean, my heart went out to him because it's like he did everything right, you know. 
And then well, I, I think I think you gotta. Here's the thing. I think you have to give Derek Lewis credit because because you know obviously he knew Curtis was gonna shoot. Right, and he right. was trying to get that uppercut, and it landed. And to it the guy that like, keeps yelling at me, that it I don't looked do like the yes. sing, It looked like the simplest, easiest game plan ever. Mm-hmm. He's like, just because he caught him with it in the first round, and almost and like backed him up in the first round with it. Right, right. So he right. was just waiting for him to do it again, and bam, and that was it. I mean, it seems like Curtis Blades needs to not be so obvious in his desire to shoot. And that's what uh, they said too. That's what Bisbee said. He said sometimes he gets sloppy and predictable. Uh, McCorkle, what are your thoughts? Oh uh, well, he was definitely uh, Derek Lewis as well on his way to losing that fight for sure uh, before he threw that uppercut. But he uh, he's an odd guy, man. It's just I mean beyond his personality, even um, he's the kind of guy who seems like he barely trains, but um, he's just tough, man. He just he's got big a big uh, right hand, and uh, he'll he'll hang in there till the end, no matter how if he's going to shit his pants or how tired he is or what, he'll hang in there and try to land it, and. Uh, He's just, I mean, I'd be, a guy like that would be scary if he really, really was dedicated. Um, but sometimes guys like that wouldn't be where they all are if they're dedicated because he wouldn't be throwing all caution to win and throwing Hail Marys and knocking people out if he was, you know, sticking to a game plan. So who knows? Yeah, you're right. That's a, good, a very good point, Sean. You know, the uh, other thing about that is Curtis Blades, I, I think, you know, I, I think the lesson for him is if you get Derek Lewis hurt for a second, you've got to go for the kill. You can't sit around and wait for him to catch you, you know? I, I think he had some opportunities in the first round, and I think you wanted to see how it played out over yeah, the next Yeah, but he's never been rounds. finished, though. I mean, Look for a been, better opportunity. But he's never been finished, though. He, I mean, he, he's been submitted, but he's never been knocked out. So that's the problem with a guy like that is you can go for the kill, but you also have to be super careful because he's dangerous even when he's hurt. This dude's just uh, – He's and he does do that possum thing sometimes, but yeah. I just think, I mean, to me, that was the only other out would have been for him to try and finish sooner. Now, he called out Overeem. That's a, Overeem needs to not fight that guy. Uh, Overeem yeah. needs to have a knockout loss. Come on, dude. I don't, let's, you've taken a lot of damage in his career, Overeem. I don't want to see him get knocked out by Derek Lewis. I don't think anyone wants to see that unless you actually hate the guy. Maybe he fucked your wife or whatever, but, like, that's not the guy that you want to, like, you want to fight again. Um, he also called out John Jones. Interesting fight because I think John Jones beats him. Uh, I know that I, I tweeted that, like, Jones went down to light heavyweight, and then, and then someone was like, yeah, right, John Jones would kill him. And John Jones' brother liked that tweet, uh, Arthur Jones. <laughs> so, like, but I honestly think that John Jones uh, is, is probably, like, the highest fight IQ in all, of, in all of MMA. He's never lost a fight, never lost him and Khabib. Two guys that, like at that level, which that'll lost. teach you to argue whether or not cocaine works. <laughs> so um, I gotta say, I think Jones is smart enough to just keep the distance to keep away. I mean, you can't. I don't think that the Black Beast was more dangerous than Rampage was uh, in his prime when Jones beat Rampage. Um, but then again, Jones is the same guy that he was when he fought Rampage. So. Uh, who do you think wins that fight, Don Fry? Well, I'm with you, unfortunately. You know, I gotta go with John Jones. He's he's an incredible athlete, and you know, like you said, he's a great fight IQ. But the thing is, he's he's never tired. I've never seen him get tired in a fight. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, he he just he'll run the run the legs off of uh, the beast. That's all there is to it. That guy, I mean, within the first half round, 
you know, the beast will be uh, huffing and puffing and tapping yeah. the mat. Just because <laughs> wore out. You know, he'll, he'd be done. He would be done in the first half. Greg, Sean? I think uh, I think John Jones beats him pretty easily. I think John Jones beats everybody except uh, maybe Nganu if Nganu hits him. You know, and even then, I don't know, John Jones might beat him too. But uh, I thought the only person that was going to beat John Jones at any point, uh, other than the two or three fights he obviously lost by decision that they gave him, um, was uh, I thought Cain Velasquez could wear him down uh, and possibly beat him when he was in his prime, uh, both of them in their prime. But past that, I mean, with what he did to Cormier, man, that was – I don't know. He he took it to a whole other level beating Cormier the way he did. It was amazing. Greg? I, yeah, John Jones. I don't think he's one of those guys that don't bet against him when they get in there. You know, they're legendary. They're like Khabib like in that. You know, it's like, no, he'll find he'll find a way to win. Once he's in there, he'll find a way to win. Now, have you guys seen the bathroom fight that went on last week? It's like trending <laughs> yeah. right now. Wait, I saw mine or yours? <laughs> Hold on. All right. Let me see. All right. Let me see if I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to share the screen. So this, this went viral. This, this video is going viral now. So, uh, all right. Hold on. How do, how do we do this? So I'll go share screen. Um, mm -hmm. so this guy right here is a football player. Can you, can you, do you guys see this? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we can see it. All right. So he's a football player from OU. Now the bullet, now is he a football player? He's, he's, he's a placeholder. <laughs> now, does that count as, as a football player when, when, when you when you're the placeholder? No. Oh my no. God, that's it. He's the placeholder. Yeah, I could be the placeholder. Yeah, that is, you basically got an honorary jersey. Okay, so because I I don't I played football, but I'm not I'm not I don't know all the positions even even though I played varsity football I still only played my particular thing. Um, so I mean, do you have to be athletic to be the placeholder? Do you have to take hits? Do they do you have to be able to tackle? You might. I mean, if the play breaks down, you might. But generally, the guy who's the placeholder has some other position on the team. It's rare that you have a guy that's just the fucking placeholder. Like usually, he's also the punter or the or a backup quarterback or something. No, no, no. No, you're talking the kicker. You're talking this guy's a placeholder. He's just uh, a breathing uh, stop. You know, I mean, try many rubber one of those rubber stops. All, all they do is as soon as that kicker kicks that ball, they run to the sideline to get off the field and get in case, <laughs> in case okay. the other team comes in their way. So him and his buddy were getting into a fight with these two guys, right? <laughs> And and uh, these two, and these two guys uh, to the right, uh, they they not on the wrestling team, but they wrestled for ten years, and they said that they, they've done cage fighting for ten years, which is crazy because they're like nineteen. So here's what happens. So this guy looks like Ben Askren. Until he landed a punch. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, dropped him good. Shit, His buddy's got the other guy good too. Shit! Hey, hey, he ain't fucking around, cuz he got his nobody coming back, bro. Hey! Look at that guy just stuck to him. I'm like, guys, I'm not in there. Oh, he's got the neck. He's got a rear naked. Shit, bro. Y'all motherfuckers ain't playing around. 
<laughs> so wow, really? Yeah. So that's uh. Hold on, I got a fucking. All right, hold on. Yeah. So that went down at uh OU. I mean, first of all, it goes to show you you'll never know who trains. Uh, yeah. Number one. Number two, why are you fighting in bathrooms? Uh, come on. Uh, number three. So now that guy, the guy who got beat up, is suing. He's suing the other guy of course. For, like, for his eye injury. He, he almost lost his eye, and uh, the other the other guy has like a GoFundMe account, which now a bunch of MMA fighters are like donating to for his legal fees. But uh, what what are your thoughts on that fight? Uh, Brandon Schwab sucks. Uh, my biggest concern is are his place holding days over? Like that uh, with that injury? Like I just, that's the only thing I'm concerned about. I think he's going to be a high draft pick. That's hilarious. Yeah, maybe he gets sued for loss of wages. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, that was, I mean, the guy obviously knew what he was doing. Those other two guys were bullies, but the, the guy had his nose bloody before the fight started. So it was obviously that carried over from someone else. Uh, but Don, what do you think? Don, what are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, on uh, that fight? I didn't get to see it, partner. My phone is still messed up. You know, I'm waiting for the, the phone fairy to come by and bless it or something, and so that I can <laughs> get. Uh, uh, Greg Fry, have you ever got to fight in a bathroom? Hell yeah! I fought uh, this cheesesteak I'd eaten a few hours before. Boy, I had to punch it with my asshole to get it out. Wow. 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 <laughs> Who works for number two? Who works for number two? <laughs> That's it. Show him who's boss. Show him who's boss. <laughs> but it just goes to show you, man, you never know who trains. Uh, you never know who trains. And, and what are you picking a fight? What are you picking a fight? I mean, what do you, what do you guys you know, It looks like a classic. You're so proud of those little guys. You know, as a little guy, I'm so proud of them because those guys, it, it seemed like an 80s movie. You know, like they're the rich kid, pretty boys, like, hey, you, you, what are you guys? You know, and then these guys are wrestlers and it's fucking, you know, cue the fucking uh, Simple Minds music. And shit. But also, like, you're at Oklahoma University or OU, you're the placeholder. Guy seems like a pretty good-looking guy. Like, you won, dude. Like, you won. You're on the football team. You're probably on scholarship. You know, you, you can probably get laid. What are you starting fights with fucking guys with flat noses that are shorter than you in bathrooms? You know, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, you won. You won the You know, it would have been weird if uh, – it would have been really weird if Derek Lewis was in there and beat him up because then they'd be saying afterward, like, you never know who doesn't train. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So some other fights that went on this week. Alexi Olnick, who uh, he the guy goes for the Ezekiel choke, like within hey, three seconds. Really quickly. Yes. Really quickly. Uh, that being the undercard on this show is still better than the co-main event on the fucking <laughs> on the Saturday show. But, <laughs> right. Right. But uh, oh, you mean the, the uh, two girls? That the ba- yeah. The bathroom fight was more important on this show. Than the, fucking- <laughs> the bathroom fight got seven million hits. You know, that guy's got to be like, fuck. Like no one even knew who that guy was as, yeah. a, as a placeholder. What's up, people? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards. 
TV shows and reality TV. How cool is that? They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. That's right. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, okay? BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. Check them out. Um, yeah, so yeah, Yana Vieira. Um, that was, you know, that fight could have went either way. Um, I thought that. I, I have Vieira winning, if I have to be totally honest, but I was kind of like the fact that Yana won because she landed so much more strikes. So, yeah. I didn't but, think it was close. Mm, I thought it could have won either way. The, uh, the Olnick, that guy, look, I like the guy. I think he's got to stop fighting. I mean, he's, like, had 75 fights. Oh, yeah, he looked terrible. He went for the Ezekiel choke, like, from fucking, like, the weigh-ins. He just keeps going for the same <laughs> move over and over again. He's like During the walkout, he went for it. And the other guy is a cop. Uh, he's, a, he's a cop from New England, and he works 40 hours a week. I, he trains twice a day. And it's just one of those dudes that, like, I feel like they were setting him up to look good. And, and he did. He looked great. But we don't know how good he is because he beat a guy that, like, you know, uh, coming off some losses or, I mean, or some wins. But I don't know. It just seems like it's uh, – same with Arlovsky. You watch Arlovsky fight, John? No, I didn't, I didn't know he was fighting. Yeah, he got he got fucked up. He lost to this guy from uh, England, Espinale. He, he got t- he got taken down. He got beat up at the beginning, and then he got rear naked choked. He looked like he looked like he didn't want to be there. I got to be honest. It seemed like our. Well, I'm sure he didn't. At that point, I'm sure he didn't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't like, look good at all, man. I don't know. I feel I hate when they set up these like older veterans versus these younger guys that are trying to build up. I, I get what they're trying to do. At the same and I and I and I love it when it doesn't work out because I always got to root for the older vet guy. But when it does work out, it, it's bad. You know, it's just like ugh. Uh, you know, as far as uh, the undercard that went on, I thought Nate to train. Did, did anybody watch the undercard? I did, yes. I thought that fight was stopped way too early. You know, I understand. Way too early. And that was the the other one. The very first fight was stopped way too late. Like, that kid's face was hamburger meat. And then that one, the guy's barely down. I didn't think he looked out at all. And and he called it. I I totally agree. That guy got screwed. And if you watch any of his fights, they're all fucking wars. Like, I, I hate to have different rules for different guys. But if you, if, if you know that one guy's been in, like, 50 wars and can come back from a beating – you kind of got to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, versus a guy who just goes out every time when you hit him. Uh, do you think that's it? Now, do you think, Don, they should have different rules for different fighters based on how much pain a guy could take? No, but they should have common sense, you know. I mean, like you said, they should know who the fighter is. I mean, yeah, they, they probably should um, subconsciously have different rules. Yeah, but you're not going to – you're not going to announce it, you know, right. but, uh, you, you, the judges have to be educated on the fact of, of what this 
what this fighter can do. And, you know, going back to the heavyweight fight, you said um, Curtis landed a couple of punches, you know. Um, well, shit, that's what they, they got to stay close on the heavyweight fight. Yeah. They can't beat the, the referee who's on the other side of the ring, you know, or the cage. The heavyweight fight can go out in a second. And then the guy clipped a few more times to cause some serious injury. So, yeah, they got to stay real close for the heavyweights and back off for the little guys. Yeah, it was, it was crazy because uh, the, 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 uh, the, the Black Beast actually said, that's Herb Dean's fault. That's Herb Dean's fault for not stopping it. He said, you know, he's, he fights till it gets called off. He goes, I don't want right. to be like the Undertaker where the guy just – listen. That- that's fine and good, of course, but that was bullshit. The guy's so, totally stiff, clearly out, and he didn't take just one. I mean, and the one landed square, and then he got in a second quickly. Yeah. You could tell he was taking advantage of the moment because you don't get to oh, really go off on somebody like that legally that often. <laughs> so you could see he wanted, and he just was like, oh, ah! you know, I thought Herb D got there as fast as he could. Well, you know, look at Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt could eclipse some people seriously, but he knows once he connects, all right, it's over, he walks away, criminy. You're, you're you right know on what that, you're Don. Doing. Don, you're you right about that. You're... But I've seen that people try to do the Mark Hunt thing where they, they knock the guy down and walk away, and the fight's not over. And they were better well, off. That's what I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted. Um, <laughs> you know, when you make that contact, you make that hit, you can feel it all the way down to your heels, you know? And some crime and he just vibrates through your body. And so so you know when the guy's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I, I was fortunate to... enough, Adam, that I never had any knockout power, so I never had to worry about pulling off once I'd hit a guy. So, <laughs> like, uh, I really do think, though, man, they need to uh, – they're going to have to do something because with a guy like Derek Lewis, somebody's going to die. With a guy like Derek Lewis hitting you defenseless like that, like it uh, – I mean, I don't know what the answer is because uh, guys can, you know, uh, recover right away. Like, some guys get woken up by the first punch uh, after the knockdown. But uh, they're going to have to do something. Somebody's going to die, man. If they... You think maybe they should have tasers on everybody, like, or, like, chains? So, like, like you could, like – Well, maybe. Oh, I mean, they, they, they... Racist. Now you're going to racist slavery joke. Come on. I can't <laughs> no, go just, there. I mean, the oh white people are going to have it, too. I'm just saying the fighters. Not the fucking whitey. Yeah, whitey's got to throw the chains in there. Come no, on, I didn't know. I, I meant like a shock collar or something. Like, but not because he's black. Just oh, now him. you're going to shock him. Now All you're going right. to tase the motherfucker. Holy shit. He's just honestly going for going to go get some Ritz crackers for his family, and you want to tase his ass. God dang. It's crackers. <laughs> I mean, anyway. you, you could. I mean, what if you instituted, like, you know, I mean, you could say, listen, if you take extra cheap shots, you could get fined. Would that right. be deterred? Right. No, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it is on the ref. It's on the ref. It's because then you got to, then you're going to say, the fighters are going to, like, the guy's not going to be out. The guy's going to say, oh, I would have hit him again, but I don't want to get fined. Oh, that's it's, true, that's, too. That's a, the problem there. I was happy. What if, the, uh, what if the ref had to take as many shots as he let the guy take afterwards? Oh, so if geez. the guy takes yeah. two free ones and the left, the ref's got to take two of them. If I don't get called after, like, <laughs> the fucking first jab. Yeah. By the way, John Casanetta, who won his fight, he came to my show with his girlfriend who left, who got offended and left, and he stayed. Uh, That's awesome. 
So I you know, anytime I can't be fought that anyone. Anyway, anytime they have like some kind of gimmicky mustache or hairstyle, they always lose. I don't know why. I, I don't know if they think that that's supposed to give us some extra power, like trying to get me. He was even fighting old timey too. I was like, the fuck is this, man? I don't so, think he was fighting old timey. I think that he Wineland is like that old. I think he was there. Hey, Adam, do <laughs> you? Adam, do you keep muting me? Yes, I do. Because every time someone else talks, there's like all kinds of noise. So then I can't hear what they're saying because because your because your line keeps breaking up. Uh, oh, that's the biggest crock of shit. Holy, <laughs> Greg, is that what I'm? Greg, is, am I right for doing? No, it that? is. It, it, no, there's a ton of feedback, and it does help. I can always tell when he mutes it because the feedback stops for a second. But yes, but then you have to go through the trouble of unmuting yourself, which is a pain in the ass, and I totally get that. And so I think maybe you'd like just. I think it would be resolved quite possibly if you just hung up and recalled back in real fast. I think that would that might do it. That echo thing isn't always there. Uh, so. That's it. I'm offended. I'm I'm done with you, silly people. I'm offended. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Would he you left. like to speak with a manager? He left. Would you like to speak with a manager, sir? <laughs> so, all right. So, Chaz Skelly. He'll be back in two seconds. Did you guys see what happened with Chaz Skelly? <laughs> like, he came out. Yes, tonight. that was also. That, now, did he end up getting the money or not? All right. So, he got the money. The other guy had Good. Muscle, the other guy had muscle spasms. Right before the fight, told him. I don't know why they couldn't get to him and tell him the fight's off until after he walked into the octagon. That was the craziest thing. He go. It was almost like you got punked. Like I was waiting for like Ashton Kutcher to come out and be like, "Hey, just kidding," because I, I felt bad for him. Like that was crazy. And then he yelled. But then you know what? Afterwards, you see him singing. No. Did you see us him say? All right. So afterwards, he sang and like I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a Tenacious D fan. Are you a big Tenacious D fan? Were you? Uh, a little bit. Not so, tremendously, but I'm familiar with their bigger things. All right. So basically, so afterwards, Chaz Skelly was singing Tenacious D, and it, it, this got like a million hits or something all over ESPN. Don't this is the guy. always have to fuck her hard. In fact, sometimes <laughs> to do Sometimes you got to make some love and fucking give <laughs> some smooches too. Sometimes you got to squeeze. And sometimes you got to say please. And sometimes you got to say hey. I'm gonna fuck you softly. I'm gonna screw you, Jim. All right, so this th this goes on for two minutes. Uh, <laughs> Why? I love it. <laughs> so the, that was his. That was his speech at the, after the show. So it was right. all, all over ESPN. Uh, love it. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, he he's now people's favorite fighter. Because so he goes out there. I was gonna say that was a brilliant use of the time. He didn't get to fight. He had nothing else to. I thought that was that's genius. He got all the press. He did. He did it right. <laughs> I think he just lost his mind. I think he just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I may wait. I wait in. I had a game plan. I go out there. He goes back. I got paid. And he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking. I just you know it's you get time to get to that point where you're just like, listen. It would have been a much different song if he didn't get paid. 
It would have, you know, would have been like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" NWA shit. Greg Fry, what's your favorite song? My favorite song. Uh, it's uh, I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit. <laughs> wow, all right. That's good. That's good. Uh, now, uh, do you like to sing, to, like, b- like before you have sex with girls, do you like to sing to them? Of course I like to sing to them. I like to sing to them a song like, hey, you're never going to see your family again. Hey. <laughs> wow. They're going to wonder where you've been. Hey. Okay, you know what? We got to cut that out. Of All right, no, that's, that's we cannot cut that. Out. Greg, wow, Don, can you mute me? You fucking mute me. <laughs> I gotta stop doing this podcast. Right. So, uh, oh, so Travis Fulton got arrested. You know Travis Fulton, right? Did he really? Yeah, for uh, kitty porn. Uh, oh, motherfucker. Uh, for trying to bring girls in for kitty porn. And I guess he had some kind of domestic violence against him. Uh, Fulton's a guy that has the most MMA fights of all time. I think his record's like 140 and like 60 or something. Did you know Travis at all? Don? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I might have met him once or twice. But he's guilty of that shit. I hope the fucker dies in prison. I hope everyone Everyone in motherfucking kitty pedophile fucking die. I hate the pedophile. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely hard to fucking, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Do you ever meet Travis, uh, Sean? I did at some point. I don't remember when, but I bet he's about to break the record for most prison fights also. Uh, (laughs) That's true. So they don't don't like that in there from what I've heard. Boy, that's a true story right there. About to break the record for most prison fights. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. What else we got? Uh, this week, there's some good fights this week. Uh, Don, please watch them. It's uh, Rosen Street against uh, Cyril Kane. Kane is 6 and 0. Both these guys are coming off knockouts of Giro Dos Santos. Or maybe Rosen Street just, uh, yeah, I think he knocked him out. He beat him. Both these guys have, have insane power. Uh, Rosen Street almost. Uh, I mean, he only has, like, one loss, and that was to Nganu, uh, where he, That was a crazy – they went punch for punch. He's not the guy you want to go punch for punch with. And, uh, and kind of stupid. Got, <laughs> yeah, this should be a good fight. That should be a good fight. Um, also, Ankalaev um, is fighting Krilov. Ankalaev is also a monster. He beat, he beat Kudalaba, uh, and But Krilov beat Johnny Walker, OSP. His only losses are to Glover Teixeira and to Jan Bakovic recently. Um, Another good fight. Uh, Kevin Kroom, who we had, the, we had him on the pocket. Remember, he was like ADHD up the ass. I don't know if you remember him. He's fighting Bruce Leroy. That should oh. be uh, – Kroom won well, his last fight. comeback fight for Bruce, huh? Yeah, well, uh, he won his last fight, Bruce Leroy. Remember, he beat Chase oh, okay. Cooper. He beat Chase Cooper pretty bad. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. That's right. Um, and then Ashley Yoder, who's like super hot, underrated hot, and a good fighter. She's fighting Angela Hill. <laughs> also, also hot. Uh, and then, and then Alonzo Menafield. Now is Ange- now is Angela Hill coming off a loss, or has she had a win since that one lo- since that big she's loss? Been, she's been winning left and right. She's she's like fighting all the time and killing it. Um, and then Alonzo Menafield, our guy, uh, he's back. He's fighting William Knight, also a good fighter. Menafield needs a win. He's got to get to that point where he just like he just he's been thinking too much. 
you know, these guys that they, it's hard. These guys, they start off like nine and oh, then they get their first loss. And then all of a sudden they start doubting everything and thinking too much. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes that is it's like my life story. story. <laughs> is that your life story for real? <laughs> yeah, exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how? What? No, I, I was nine or 10 and oh, and then I got my first <laughs> loss and it was never the same. It was funny because Monty Cox my, was my agent, and uh, he told me after I lost first time, don't let this ruin your fight career. You know, like most guys never recover from that first loss. They lose their confidence, and I never got it back. Like, I, I could not, especially for Stefan Struve to be the guy to beat you. Nothing against him, but, uh, yeah, to lose to Stefan Struve, I was just like, I, I was sure I was going to win that fight. And then after that, I'm like, man, anybody could beat me. Don Fry could even probably beat me. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. Great, <laughs> Did you train the same way, <laughs> Sean? Did you? Did you? But did you train the same way? I did, but it wasn't fun anymore. The way I saw everyone turn on me after I lost the first time, uh, so it got I got kind of bitter. Like uh, people, uh, everybody. It's funny. You'll get a thousand messages when you win from people you don't know, and you'll also get a thousand messages when you lose from people you don't know, telling you how much you suck and you cost them money uh, on a bet and you're a piece of shit and you should die and all that. And I'm like. Well, I didn't know you guys would talk to my ex-wife, but my family also and my kids. But. Uh, now, Don, after your, after your first loss, did you have that problem too where you overthought everything? No, I went insane. I, I watched that fight every day, and I just, I, you know, just chewed on it and chewed on it. It drove me. I just wanted nothing more than to get back. You know, and, and fight him, and it just it consumed me. You know. <laughs> oh, I, I feel sorry for who. I bet you consumed whoever was next. I mean, I don't want to be that guy. He, I feel bad because he had to watch it on his VCR, so he had to like <laughs> kept rewinding it. Yeah, there was no computers back then, right? You had to like rewind it. No. Right. Yeah. The big, the big VCR machine that weighed forty pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Adam, did I ever tell you guys? I can't remember. Did I ever tell you guys on here about when I got on the UFC video game and I was so excited? Did I tell that story or not? When when like your kid said you were the worst one on the on the game? Yeah, like my kid, I thought I'd be real excited to play. And I came down as me versus Kane Velasquez, and I'm getting murdered. I'm like, dude, you got to press A and B at the same time to get up. He goes, No, Dad, I'm Kane. And I was like, <laughs> Wait, you're playing against me? He goes, Dad, no offense. He goes, You're the worst heavyweight on here. He said, You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Thanks, buddy. Like, uh, like buddy. I thought he'd be so excited. So. So, uh, also in this card, Jimmy Rivera is finding Nunez. I like Jimmy Rivera. He's a good dude. He was like 15-1 and one when he got into the UFC. Had some ups and downs. Nunez coming off two losses, I believe. Uh, also, Dustin Jacoby, who's an amazing kickboxer. Uh, he's got, like, for glory. He's fighting Maxim Grishin, also a tough fighter from the PFL. And Alexis Davis, who's actually uh, – I mean, she's a good fighter, super hot in person. Like, some people look better in person. Not to just look bad on thing, but in person, you're like – you ever see that, Greg, where someone, like I – mean, she's hot on, on TV, too, but, like, in person, you're like, whoa. And then there are people that you see them in person, you're like, well, not as hot as uh, they were on TV. But um, – Yeah, see, I don't have that problem. When people look at me, they're like, eh, and then they see me live, and they're like, oh, yeah, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you really are that ugly, yeah. It's sad, man, but this is not this is not a, a filter. <laughs> Greg, Greg, you've always gotten girls way out of your league. I, I've seen that's girls, true, though. I've seen the girls that you've hooked up with, and I was just like, "What?" Like I've seen you with like ten. He's broke. He's broke the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been on my king for one night. 
I've seen Greg with pens. I mean, out of a hundred. No, but I, no, I, I honestly, I've seen you with girls because you're funny. You're funny, and women like to laugh. Uh, so, you know. Yeah, I've always done well that way. And now, now McCorkle told me he banged every ten in Indiana at one point. Is this true? Yeah, but there was only two. So it I was about out. to say. So what did you do the next but, night? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, Indiana. You know, I always tell people anywhere I go in Indiana, it looks like they're filming The Hills Have Eyes Three. Like, uh, like when you walk around, like everybody really does. Everybody's eyes are too close together, or too far apart. No one like down the middle, you know. So it's uh, there's a lot of inbreeding going on around here, I think. And now, Don Fry, when you were in Japan and you were like this, you know, the legend in wrestling and this, how many Asian women like, just that you have? That you probably a lot, right? No, partner, I was married, you know, and I didn't, I didn't do anything. Um, I was a married man. Plus, my ex-wife gave me herpes, so I didn't want to spread that around, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of an ex-wife giving a man anything that's surprising <laughs> that's yeah, what he got that's, that's, the what he got. She, that's the most positive thing she gave me yeah wow <laughs> that, that's what the one thing he got to keep in the divorce <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was wow. funny she didn't ask that one back yeah now, now, <laughs> now when you found out you had herpes did you come up did you go, what did you say to her anything I uh, asked her if she gave it to me. <laughs> and she said, well, yeah. And, and uh, like, doesn't everybody pass it around, basically? You know? <laughs> yeah, well, that's love right there. That's, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. People with herpes are always acting like, everybody has herpes. It's like, I know that not everybody. <laughs> not everybody. Everybody I know does. People on the planet. 75% of the people on the planet have it, so. You'll get it. <laughs> then they say, Listen, you can let, have let me, it for years. You, you can have it for years and not know it. Oh, okay. Listen, yeah, Don, we'll, I tried to get it. To be clear, I tried to get it so much. So, I, mean, I, I, guess I, just, I mean, I can't believe that you, Greg, did coke out of a girl's asshole that you met on the first night. Uh, and, some of it, and some of it wasn't even coke. Um, <laughs> and and do, you think, do you think maybe your body is just conditioned? To like, <laughs> exactly. I just conditioned. Yeah, you I'm have just... everything. You have nothing. <laughs> 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 so, all right. Also on this card, uh, Alex, uh, Alex Hernandez is a guy who he was on a roll. He, I remember he knocked out Benil Dariush, and then he fought Donald Cerrone. And Cerrone, that was like Cerrone's big comeback fight. Then, he, then he's won some, he's lost some. He's fighting Moises Silva, who's coming off a win over Bobby Green and Michael Johnson. Those are two guys that are tough to beat. I think this is going to be the fight of the night because this dude, Alex Hernandez, is, uh, he's an angry guy from Texas, Mexican dude. Uh, he's ready. He always, come, he always brings up this guy. So I think that's going to be a good fight. I honestly think that's the fight of the night for me. Now, he doesn't look that Mexican. I think he's like, <laughs> I think it's like yeah, I don't know. Um, now, there was a fight that I watched. I gotta, show, I gotta show you guys this fight. Uh, they say it's the most ridiculous fight. It's gotta be the most ridiculous fight that I've seen in a, in a while. Uh, Don, I gotta get your thoughts on this one. Hold on. Uh, you obviously haven't watched my early fights. So, all right. Let, let me know what it's. Uh, two guys. They're fighting in. Uh, uh, and this was the main event. This is, this is the round two. So round two, they were tired. Round one, they got pretty tired. 
Mari kita lihat saja. Kita lihat tadi Lokit. Kembali Lokit lagi dari Alex Monster. What are they doing? Are they just like both quitting at the same time? Masih belum masuk. Tapi kedua fighter sudah swinging more fences. Tapi sudah keduanya ini. Sudah kapasan teraga, Bu. Has anybody hit anything yet? Lihat siapa yang terjatuh nih, Bu. Seperti siapa yang pukulannya bisa For some reason, this reminds me of a bad Godzilla movie. Hey, 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 Greg, you better back off, buddy. There's a good one, and they're all good, except for that American. I love it. This is this is where you draw the line. You you shut up about Godzilla movies, boy. Dude, what are we watching here? What is this? All right, so, hold on. All right, so that was something. It was like Godzilla versus brother Godzuki. Like, remember that? I don't know. No, I mean, where did, I mean that had to be, is that just two guys just completely exhausted? Uh, just going for it. I mean, that was one of the funniest fights I've ever seen. The guy just laid down and let the other guy hit him for nine minutes and then got back up and knocked the other guy down. That was the most surprising part is when he got back up. I was like, there's more to this? God, I wish you could watch that fight. Unfortunately, your phone doesn't work, so you don't even know what we're watching. But that was a that was a pretty good fight, just so you know. Maybe in like the replay, you'll watch it of the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, Don doesn't watch the UFC fights, but I'm sure he'll catch that one. <laughs> I'm, sure that'll be, I'm sure that'll be nice. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't know what's going on. I feel like this pandemic. I mean, I mean, between like Ben Askren boxing Jake Paul, and Ben being the underdog, is basically epitomizes. 2020 and 2021. When is that? Does anybody know when that is? Is there a date set or not? It's in April. Yeah, it's on. It's on Triller, and people are saying the undercard is going to be even more ridiculous. Huh. Man, uh, I love it. It's on Triller. It's on an app. That's oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, have I you, love you know, Greg? Have you joined the Clubhouse app yet or no? I have joined Clubhouse, and I listen. I, I'm going to say something that really is is appropriate for my age. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> what the like? You, you just listen to other people talk about shit like that. What? what? Like they should call it eavesdrop. That's what it is. It's it's like you're sitting at a restaurant and you want to have a quiet meal, but the table next to you has decided to have an in-depth discussion that none of them are qualified to. It's talk like about. a podcast and, with information. Yeah, and you got to sit there and listen to. I don't know. I I again, I got to go back and maybe in a few months I'll be like, I love it on Clubhouse. I'm no, the number I one. Was, I went on the first time. I, I got hooked because. They had these four producers that were like pretty big that I've heard of that one guy produced Entourage, another guy Umbrella, and you could like pitch your show to them. So I pitched my show to them and they liked it and I got their info and I sent it to them. Nothing's come from it yet, but that was like, you know, we'll see. At the same time, I feel like a lot of people are just getting complimented the whole time. It's like everyone just says how great the app is, but you don't actually, and there was one where it was like, 
I went on, it was like your, your craziest sex story, right? So there was like three girls on there and that guy, and the girls I knew because they were comics sort of, heard them. The one girl talks about how, she's like, she's like, yeah, kind of, right? The one girl talks about how she never masturbated before she was 25. So she went out and got like a, like a fucking like avocado or something and like stuck it up her vagina. And, and then, and then she got into it that she started, and then somebody wanted her to do it publicly. So she started like blasting herself with a avocado outside of a Subway restaurant, right? I think you mean a, mean a cucumber, right? Not an avocado. Yeah, maybe a cucumber, right? Cucumber, right? Cucumber. I, I was still the same I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to figure this out. How she's getting retrieving it, you know? All right, yeah, a cucumber, right? A cucumber, right? So she's. Yeah, to- I was having trouble picturing the avocado. Is it like a. Like a- all right, yeah, right, 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 a cucumber, right? She's blasting a cucumber outside of a subway. So now another girl will goes, oh, is that for your OnlyFans? She's like, yeah. It's like, that wasn't even like, so now they both, like, like, like that's a normal thing. And I just wanted to hug my daughter after that and be like, listen, it doesn't have to be like this. Uh, we're, gonna, we're not going to be in Clubhouse telling strangers about the time you put a cucumber up your pussy for out of Subway restaurant. But that that's uh that what was you watching that with your daughter. <laughs> what was that? What are you doing watching that with your daughter? I'm not. I'm saying like no the next kid. day. <laughs> the next day I gave her a hug. I didn't actually say that to her. It was sort of a comedic purpose. His wife, his wife had asked him to put her to bed, and she wanted a bedtime right. story. And he had some work to do, so he was like, oh, I'll just let her listen to this clubhouse <laughs> Yeah, they were all out of SpongeBob SquarePants uh, shows. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I don't Who really. You guys think he is Travis Fulton? <laughs> oh come on, we took it all the way back. To Travis. All right, so yeah, that's uh, I don't know. So that I I don't get it either, Greg. I, I don't see all the what everyone's the hype about it. I just feel like I feel like everyone's just scared of like missing out on the next big app. Everyone's just jumping on new app. I, I that's what I feel like too. Like it's like oh this is the hot one, everybody get on it, and it's like okay, you know. And actually, I'm do I'm writing a whole bit about how I'm just done with trying to adapt. To the next, you know, like I was good with MySpace. Do we really have to another? You know, like I can't. We're already done with with uh, Snapchat. Remember this time last year, everyone was like, "You got to be on Snapchat." But now, does it? When was the last time anybody fucking mentioned Snapchat? Yeah, a hundred percent. So I'm done with it. I don't care anymore. I, I think I people stopped using Snapchat when uh, Crystalia found out the messages don't delete after you send them. I think that pushed everybody off of Snapchat. Crystal Lee was like, wait a minute, you can screenshot those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, so Paige Van Zandt's coming back to bare knuckle boxing in the summer. Uh, you know, I think, I, I honestly think she'll do better because I think that that first one's probably the hardest, especially when it comes to bare knuckle boxing. It seems like that's one of those things you can't really, hard to get experience doing that. It's hard to train bare knuckle uh, unless you're done. You go to the bar. You go to the bar and you <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, how many how many uh, bar fights have you gotten into? Well, I don't remember the thing about bar fights. You don't remember. You just wake up the next day with a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> so Gina Carano believes she was a victim of bullying by Disney. Promised to go down swinging. Uh, good, good. So that's she should. She should. Take those fuckers out of the woodshed, you know? I mean, they're chicken shit. They're rolling over a bunch of pansy asses. 
All right. Well, that's our podcast for today. Uh, Greg, what do you have? To <laughs> I feel like Brendan Schaub. No, no, no. What, what do you? What do you? What do you have? All right. I got to take out the one. All right. What, what, what do you have, Greg? Coming up. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Something. I'm around. <laughs> I finished shooting that show, and now I'm just kind of taking it easy for the week. So. All right. Uh, Nothing. You, Sean. Uh, I get my $10,000 dog tomorrow, uh, finally after a week delay, so my puppy mill Yay. will be up and running uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right. <laughs> what a welcome he has. Guy's going to get off the flight. He's going to be tired, like, all right, get the fucking. Get the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to do it? He's going to jack the dog off on the way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that has nothing to do he's with the puppy mill. He, he's going to fluff him on the way to the, to the house. <laughs> Uh, how are they getting the dog to you, by the way, uh, in the uh, uh, 12 feet of snow? Well, the snow's melting. There's some kind of flight nanny where I guess they will go pick up your dog and bring it to you for $500, which makes no sense because the guy's flying from Houston to Hartford, Connecticut, to Indianapolis to bring a dog to me for $500. It doesn't make sense. But yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it's real high-quality service. <laughs> that's crazy uh well listen you know what adam i do need to mention i i did a great interview for inside the comedy institute with marina franklin and i'll be releasing that later this week so you can look for that on spotify or breaker or google play or whatever uh inside the comedy institute this new interview with marina franklin who's been on conan and last comic standing and all these amazing shows she had a one hour special recently uh called single black female so it, it's a pretty enlightening view into her comedy world Fine, thank you. Uh, and then you can watch my special on UFC Fight Pass, Adam Hunter Throwing Punches. I got gigs coming up in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, as well as Chattanooga, Tennessee. When? Uh, when? It, it, <laughs> oh, it's all on adamhunter.com, but uh, the third week of March. Third week of March. Uh, you can't tell me? Cry a minute. No, 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 no. Hold on, let me see. I don't even know. Let me see. Let me see. I'll tell you exactly. Uh, Camilla. I heard that Scottsdale was Brendan uh, job country. I don't know. March 25th, hey, hey, uh, March 25th to the 28th. I'll be in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, you guys are the best. Take care, guys. You're the best. Bye -bye. You don't bother asking me what I'm doing. Thank you. Oh, wait, hold on, Don. What do you got coming up? Don, what do you got coming up? Oh, fuck. You left. Way to go. Great I white, whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I gotta ask Dot what he's doing. Hold on. I'm I'm bleaching my sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Going into town hopefully to get a server finally. Yeah, he's gotta get that server. Uh, all right, Don, come back. Oh fuck. All right, oh, fuck. I actually all right, all right so uh, Greg Fry, what do you have coming up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm out. I'm out. All right, thank you guys. You guys I'm are done. The best. See Take you guys. Care.